Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves. Feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I think I learned to turn the mics off. While this is playing, because I hate hearing my like mouth noises. <laughs> Breathe over it. You're, 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 you're. <sighs> <laughs> well, maybe don't do that. I know, I know. But Alice, I don't care because I have surprise uh, audio for us. Are you ready? You have surprise audio. Yes, surprise. Is it audio. another secret recording it's of me? Another secret recording of you. It is, this is not. Although there is something about you that that I think Alice. I'll get to it after this. Here's my okay. surprise recording. This is where I am now. We go to um. No, on the air, everybody at my radio station in Connecticut knows essentially that the relationship bus hit the wall. Everybody bus. in New England yes. knows that the relationship yes. bus hit the wall, honey. And um, and and that it, and they don't know what happened or whatever, but they know something happened. And I was later in duress, and I said I was getting a divorce. And at that time, I believe at the time of that that uh, an announcement, mm-hmm. um. I believe both of us thought we were. Yes. And as a matter of fact, it could be very likely that we still are. Yes, I would say we are not out of the woods of that. Oh, yet. no. So so right now we have halted the, that, that stuff because in an attempt to... Um, to uh, we're working on our marriage. Well, right. But, but in priority right now is family first, right? Yes. Okay. So that's what that is. Don't mm-hmm. worry, I'm not giving too much. Why are you... You're such a jerk. You need to... Like torpedoing me this morning on Twitter, like, Jesus, you're my, you're on my side in some way, right? Right? <laughs> I think I'm on your side. Like you, I'm trying I'm, to be on your side. I'm sorry that I'm, I'm in the mosh pit there, getting <laughs> mobbed, and you're like you're kicking me in the head, me in the head like Pesci. It's like I didn't. Yeah, need I to. didn't want to do that either. So, you know, ideally, Alice. The ideally, you're supposed to not. Join the attack. I understand that it gives you great pleasure, but uh, you're not supposed to not join the attack. But anyway, as a matter, I still am fond of you, regardless. I'm still fond of to you. That's the, another from the supple girlfriend. That it sure is. That is supple girls. <laughs> I'm fond of you, Thomas. This poor woman is like out here somewhere, fifty, not knowing everybody's talking She's about not, her. She's not. I don't think on any social media. Thank I, goodness. I think I, <laughs> honest to God, think Alice that I broke her soul in somewhere around '98, <laughs> and that was it. So here we go. Um, this is, uh, what I just love some people who like, who, who decide just not to jump into the, the expected pleasantries, um, into the right thing to say or the tender loving care kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But we had mentioned, I was talking to Frank from, uh, Woodridge, you mm-hmm. know him, right? On WTAC. Yep. Just saying, like, say, thank I, th- I said something about that. Oh, I thought you were talking about, uh, my, uh. The legendary divorce, or maybe the threat of there, and he said, and he just had this throwaway line, not really, just throwaway line about this is his analysis, okay, of what has what had happened. Frank already has the, the facts, okay. you know. Somehow he has gleaned all the stuff he knows. 
Well, the thing is today that from what I see is that a woman, she, she, she has high expectations and if she doesn't get what she wants, it doesn't seem to go well. See, I didn't have this problem because my wife only wanted two things in life. She got them. She wanted to be a mother and a grandmother. Frank, let me tell you something. I honestly mean this. I love you. And it, I thought, like, was that not supposed to be, you know, sorry, Tom, you're just simply inadequate. That, that's <laughs> life for you. See you down the road. Well, the thing is today that from what I see is that a woman, she, she, she has high expectations, and if she doesn't get what she wants... Well, you know what happens. <laughs> Thanks, Frank. Thanks for the pick-me-up. <laughs> Fantastic. All right, I'm going to go to another... Now, this is... Uh, that's the secret at audio of the day. Now, there is something else I have. Oh, yeah, I'm going to name this. You said something yesterday that I th thought was... Um, that, that was great. Do you know what it is? No. Oh, well, I okay. Then I have a test for you. Is that okay? Okay. okay. Good. I love tests. It's all tests. part of our therapy. Almost. I love tests. Okay. I do. By the way, I promise everybody, um, the tens of thousands of podcast consultants mm -hmm. and Shattuck family consultants that are out there, that I, know, I promise that we will keep going to therapy. Okay. I know so that I've upset you because I have not provided you with a solid divorce by now. <laughs> Don't worry. It's very possibly going to happen. We'll share everything with you guys as we go through the I divorce apologize. process. Trust me. Exactly. So, um, okay. I sent this to me. I sent two Tommy things. in New Hampshire says supple is close to moist on the ick scale. Is supple is kind of a lovely word. Be she, she was supple. Although, although you're suppler. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine I actually had my attorney and she said, I just want to, Tom, you can do the podcast. I just want to make sure I just have you on intercom in one ear. <laughs> okay, so, um, Tom, here we go. Okay, I want, want the one first that tells me that I possibly might love him. Okay. You said something yesterday that I just absolutely loved. Okay. It's kind of show, you, you don't, you talk... About this guy, like you talk about Michael Geary, and it's always <laughs> what, looking, what, what guy? Oh, this guy. It's always well looking directly at at him. Like when you when you talk about Michael Geary, you're like really, you're really really focusing on on him. Are you ready? I'm ready. I have no idea what this could be. I gotta just gotta see because this is from me. Okay, here we go. No, it's not a new recording. Hold on. <laughs> Phil. Um, oh, Tommy Hampshire wants to know if he pays twenty dollars a month, can he attend the therapy? I mean, it's not a bad idea. We're already. Hey, imagine um, that. If people want to come to our therapy, well, I can tell you that my therapy. I don't think it would be very interesting to very many people beyond me today. But I love okay. therapy. Um, there's people that love therapy and people that hate therapy, and I love therapy. Okay, and another thing Alice loves is uh, Star Trek, the original Star Trek. <laughs> yes, and she <laughs> and we watched some yesterday, and it's I'm trying uh, to get my I, daughter into Star Trek. Yeah, and I did, I hadn't remembered how especially the first few episodes are so terribly Twilight Zone creepy, so weird. Charlie, that one with the guy Charlie with the blue eyes and like he stands way too close to people. And, oh man, that's it's so awful. And that's a, love, but, but okay. you love dark spaces like that. I've seen you <laughs> splayed out on the bathroom floor, what? like doing what? unspeakable things to yourself in like 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 doing my toenails. I don't know what you're doing okay. down there. I don't want to know what's up, what's up okay. down there, else. But I know it's a life of misery. That you, all the stuff you endure in this. And I that. do sit on the bathroom floor and like and, the, and do my toes. Right, and just the way like you carry the laundry around, and, and, and but you won't want, want don't necessarily want me to do anything. You don't want me to do <laughs> the dishes. That's starting with splayed out on the bathroom floor oh, yeah. sounded <laughs> scary to me. Like what? Um. So, what is this? What is what? What's this <laughs> recording? Did I play? I'm sorry, played. What is this? No, is this I, all the secret recordings of me? I don't know what this one is. This one actually is, is okay. So anyway, so and one of the thing, Captain Captain Kirk goes down to whatever <laughs> Coggy like five, and when he's down there, he's like, "All right, engineer, beam me up coordinates here. Give me this. Give me that. Give me that." 
And I said, wow, you guys I know what you're going to play. I guess I said, wow, he's such a jerk to everybody. Like, he never says please at all. And what did you say? I said, captains don't have to say please. No, that's not what you said. You said, oh, well, looking at him, <laughs> lust in your heart, you said, captains don't say please. <laughs> captains don't say please. And so for the first time, Alice, for the first time, I have had... <laughs> And it was like, I towards saying, captains, don't say please. You say please, Tom. That's why I live in this. That's why this is all I have. Frank told me the other day, the captains don't say please. Goodness. He doesn't have to say please. It's true. You are, there is part of you, Alice, that sees Captain Kirk backhand a woman who's trying to kill him, and you are all about it. You didn't just do that, did you? <laughs> Oh, no, pick, I no, love pick. the Charlie episode. He's shirtless in the Charlie episode. I noticed, Alice. I noticed you <laughs> noticing, too. <laughs> Captains don't have to wear shirts. <laughs> you do, Tom. I've seen you shirtless. <laughs> okay, so that's one thing. Okay. And that, I really find that, that's part of you I like. I know it's 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 a sick, comes from a sick place in your life, and the fact that I like it comes from a sick place in my life. So that's fine. So now another thing is... Uh, okay, I heard this today. I'm doing a personality <laughs> test with you. Okay. Whew. What is going on here? We have a security breach downstairs. Not a, not one, not a real one, but there is. Hold on. What's going on? Okay, so I got to see what's happening here. There's there's some there's some. Uh, should I not mumble my passcode? So I just <laughs> filled a bag not. with chips for each day of the week and gave Anson some. Can I have whatever's left? What a nice girl she is. Yes. See, notice who she asked to? Mm-hmm. She didn't ask the captain. She asked a nice guy, Tommy, the red shirt. <laughs> <laughs> well, go ahead. I'll go in first alone. Okay. And are you ready? One other thing. This is the other thing, Alice. This is the other <laughs> thing I'm going to bring up that I thought about. That's from last night. By the way, this is a new... <laughs> What's... I thought we were doing a personality test. I am. This is a new... This is the a new situation uh no so uh, captain's don't say please is probably going to be the show title to a show title wow never do that a day before but i was so pleased with it <laughs> captains don't say please <laughs> so and it's so youtube because so you know alice he could say please no because have you them. ever seen Pre somebody like do people in the army do the officers say please to Pre the people he's there's a chain of command he doesn't have to say please you know what mr scotty would you please beam us up if you get a chance like doesn't I think work there's like something that. in between. Okay. Yeah. It's like <laughs> you want him be mean to them. Be no. mean to them, work them, hurt them. Okay. <laughs> Cuz women are evil and that's fine. <laughs> Wanna Okay, here we go. This uh, this is a line I got from a podcast I heard today. This is there's no context for this. Um but I'll tell you what the context is after. Okay. After. Ready? Mhm. Mm One of the virtues of models not working. Okay. One of the virtues of models not working. Mm -hmm. What do you think that is pertaining to? Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's girlfriend? No. I don't know. That is pertaining to macroeconomic models. Not oh. Models. Right. I thought it was going to be about like fashion models right so did i and the thing is it was said by a john pod horitz okay while talking about macroeconomics so i heard it in context and i thought it was about supermodels yes okay and i thought wow he's talking about models now they, they don't have to work because <laughs> they're pretty i think that's what it is duh so there you go so i you went there as well well, but we'd been talking about Leonardo DiCaprio today. Yes, we had been. So I didn't I think have I, the advantage I, you, you know had. I, I think um, I skewed the results then. Mm. All right. Shall we go and talk about Leonardo DiCaprio? Or do we do something you wanted to read there? Um, we can talk about Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, he has a new girlfriend, by the way, guys. His 23-year-old girlfriend. It's always been the joke that he dumps his girlfriends when they're like 25. Mm -hmm. um, but he... Uh, dumped his 23-year-old girlfriend, apparently, and is now with one who's 19. Okay, now... He's, like, 50. Okay, so... so Okay. I want to say something, and this is going to be... It's going to be some hard truths, okay? 
Mm-hmm. And you're going to have to put the work in. There is a difference between a 19-year-old and a 23-year-old. Both Hotness-wise? And there's a difference between a 23-year-old and a 26-year-old. Yeah. And once we get into... Like 30s, yeah. Sayonara. Come on, (laughs) let's be honest. There is a difference. Okay. And I feel that that when I was that age... Tommy in New Hampshire says 19, what the heck? Right. And you're right, Tommy. Of course. She's an adult. Okay. She's a, I mean, she's an adult. Right. But. She's an adult, but she doesn't. She's a baby. Well, no, she's not a baby anymore. She's adult, equipped well, to be yeah, an adult. Well, yeah, but I mean, like, just she's maturity-wise. A... And maybe women are different from men this way. And this is, like, why I wonder, like, the teacher stories that you think it's awesome that, like, the teacher is sleeping with the high school student. When she's when, attractive. When and, she's an yes, attractive yes. woman. But, like, I can't. When the teacher is attractive in a female and the, mm-hmm. ma- the male, yes. I don't think that with girls that's working. You don't think the man, the, a man teacher can No, I think that's, that's rape. Okay. Um, I think that the psychology of anybody who wants to spend time with somebody that age is, like, off. Because I cannot imagine, and I I understand that women, like, the age and attraction thing is different, Mm -hmm. but personally, like, I can't imagine wanting to spend time, and I'm not 50, I'm 35, I can't imagine wanting to spend time with a 19-year-old boy. That seems like a terrible proposition to me. Mm -hmm. Because they're, like, they're babies, and they're idiots, and they're children, like, it, well, but the, the same, and that's true with boys, and it's true with like what it seems dumb to me. But sure. maybe that's the gender dynamic at yeah, play. Yeah, but as also. as my friend would say, if you're 19 years old and a woman, you are fresh out of the wrapper. You are as flawless. But don't they seem as, dumb to you? Uh, yeah. But <laughs> you're not. I mean, you can go t- for substance elsewhere. It's nice to have women who are soft, and that age is very soft age. I just say that as somebody who was 17 who knew a 19-year-old. I don't say that as somebody as an old man now. And there's a difference between in the physicality in I believe me, I don't think I, I don't think that's a good age. Um but that age is there is a softness. We used to talk about this all the time that, that there's a the vast different difference in skin and etc. believe me, at the same time they're not a the crack the caprio it looks like my like he's banged up as hell <laughs> he looks terrible he does look terrible but you know when he was 19 he was a really beautiful young looking man right yeah um so but there is a difference and there's a difference in men too I'm, i i you can tell yeah but i think women like the age thing and i think it's i think it's a genetic thing because of the ability to have children women's ability to have children mm. like naturally diminishes much more than men's does right and so that's that's like a deal breaker in terms of genetic fitness, right? So like men, the age thing matters a lot more, I think, than it does to women. Uh, yes. At uh, least, yeah. I mean, I think in general, I I just I don't like. And by the way, I just I, don't. I don't understand. I can't imagine wanting to like go on a date with a nineteen-year-old boy. I. Well, then again, yeah, that's true, and 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 obviously, I dated you when you were twenty three, and I was thirty seven. Uh huh. And but you were immature. I was well, I was mature. <laughs> no, but you were. I, I'd had a job, and but like, it wasn't like, but it wasn't like I was a lot less mature than you were. Yeah, that I is also true. had a full time job. That is true, but like, you were. It was like it, to close friends at the time. It was not going to be something that would be serious. You were just way too young, mm-hmm. you know. And just our the fun we had just belied all that stuff. And and it was, but there were things that you did. And when we were out, etc., I, I didn't have. I haven't. I hadn't had somebody like turn the radio knobs for new songs because the old one just stopped. And you want to find a new one on a radio FM radio. Since like 1989, I think. But you were sitting in the in the passenger seat of the car, just make sure it was very important that we not miss like uh, like any Lady Gaga song or whatever it was. And I was like, "This is is this legal?" Like, <laughs> but you were also a, like a libertarian, thoughtful, well read, and you had all the other stuff. But I mean, so that's why it was 
it was to me obviously that was like great because I was getting somebody with wisdom of somebody who's older, but in a young girl's body, young woman's body, sorry, um, <laughs> and and you had youth and exuberant exuberance, and I had been dating people my own age at that time, and you and I used to get up at you know five o'clock and just go on adventures, etc. I would have been in such deep bleep if I ever woke somebody up who I was dating my old age in those days, uh, my own age in those days. There would be problems and issues. Like there's certain mm -hmm. youthful, um, what's that word? Um, some French word. They would like throw it all to the wind um, and go out and take on the day kind of thing. Like carpe diem? I guess so, but it's not French, I don't think. But yes. Well, no, it's not, but do you know the difference really? Very <laughs> <laughs> compatible these days, Ellis. <laughs> oh, there's your dog. She wants more of the Chinese food that the kids left out. Oh, just okay. okay. Don't be mean to the dog. With why don't you? Watching. Why don't you call the kids and ask her to let them ask them to let her out? I don't know if they're paying attention to us. Um, okay. but anyway, so I. I think there's a difference. I mean, I don't think, obviously, what Leonardo DiCaprio is doing is, like, there's a bunch of people out there saying that he's a monster and a predator and all this stuff. I don't think that that's true. I'm not willing to say that about him. You know, the girl's 19. We've selected an age where we think people can decide whether or not to have sex with people. And we've decided that's 18. And that's, as a society, and she's past that. And, yes. And so... It is what it is. However, I do, I do, th and I think with men it is less pathological than it is with women. But I mean, I I think there's clearly something odd about your psychology if you're like 50 and want to spend a lot of time with 90. Why he makes him feel he makes they make him feel young. They, he likes to be around youth. They don't. They they think he's cool and they're I think gorgeous. If it were, and he appreciates their beauty. He wants. I to think if it were he's 50 and if he were dating, say. Um, okay, forget it. Thanks for trying. He's 50, and if he's going. dating a, say, 22-year-old or something, right, then that's double the age gap that's between you and me, which I do feel is kind of a big age gap. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, but a 22-year-old is a lot more an adult, even than a 19-year-old. Like, a lot still happens in those years between, like, 18 and 25, where... You know, I, I who knows? I don't know. Well, for some people, some people are adults, some people aren't. Uh, so, but I mean, if you're still in college and you're not out in the outside, although world, she's a that? working model who's relatively famous, so she must have some yeah. level of maturity, I guess. Yeah, but probably, probably. But but also, this is the, the the transaction she wants to make. She's naive, and she might be making a a bad move that it could not not be fulfilling at her for for her at nineteen. At 19, most of the choices you make are stupid. This one's attached at least to Learjets and a super famous guy who's going to probably treat you very well. Well, especially if your career choice is being famous, which right. being a model, right. that's kind of what it is. And she probably it, like loves a guy or lusts of whatever and thinks, you know, every you walk into a room with that guy, everybody is kissing his ass. Everybody is in awe. All of the women are yeah. fawning all over him. Uh, women like that. They like guys with a little bit of power, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, it's like a, so. So, and, and it's a, it is a transaction. There's no doubt about that. You know, he wants to be care, bring her around. And like, what makes that lady less romantic than if she fell in love with the gardener down the street? I don't know. It doesn't take much to get a woman to fall in love with somebody. I guess it doesn't. So she. Fell, didn't take her didn't take it probably would take her more to get herself to fall in love with the gardener who would be good great to her than it does with this guy who checks so many boxes she could probably convince herself immediately bang this is excellent and this is why I have to dump the gardener because I'm upgrading mm -hmm. to to Leo yeah for an extraordinary life and time yeah it's just weird to me to think about somebody who was in high school like last year 
Yeah, and just think like like what high school is like. Although, like I say, she is a working model, so maybe she was not having a typical high school experience. Mm-hmm. But it is interesting to me to think about being that age and like what you're like in high school and what you know and don't know and your life experiences are like, and then to like jump to dating Leonardo DiCaprio seems crazy. But um, yeah, Tommy New Hampshire says it's hitting the creepy zone for sure. At Nineteen. What do you talk about? I mean. I don't know that they need to spend a lot of time talking, but... I I don't know. If I was dating a 19-year-old... I I mean, that would be just a a purely criminal situation at that point. Because (laughs) I wouldn't know... I mean, I wouldn't know... I wouldn't know. We'd have nothing. Like, what do we talk about? The guy in the devil suit last night with the people... With the chicks with the boobs around at the Grammys? Is that it? Because I like... Is that what young people talk about? I don't know. I don't know any of their artists. I don't know any of their culture things. I think they're lazy. Um, I- hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. I mean, I guess you'd... What do you... Well, well, we talk to our kids. It's probably similar. I mean, but what do you... I mean, what did we talk about? We talked about the politics and and things. So, like... But, I mean, really, like, the age difference between Leo and his girlfriend is bigger than the age difference, not between you and our daughter, but between me and our daughter. Yeah, and well, and also... I mean, so, it's like me talking to our daughter or one of her friends. Just, you know, like, six years from now. Well, Which uh, is, like, a little odd, I think. Well, I mean, <laughs> maybe, but, you know, he's finding... It's it's not... A, it's a little odd if they're not drop-dead gorgeous. He's finding <laughs> drop-dead gorgeous women. So, at the end of the day, you know, men uh, like pretty women. It confuses me why the system works that way. Like, that... <laughs> that young women are given this, like, explosive, weird power that they wield without knowing what they're doing with it for years and years. What power is that? The power, the power to... of being hyper attractive to men. Well, yes, hyper attractive. The other part of the power, I think, is the power to convince themselves in many situations why, like, um, but I think like, like people... hold on, convince themselves, like, why they would give their gorgeous body and face to, like, Machine Gun Kelly. You know, there's a there's a, somebody who, had he been, you know, installing windows at their house, they would never, they would never do it. But it's simply, it's simply, it's because there's a power to fame. Yeah, sure. But I also think that young women in particular don't always realize the level of, um, you know, explosives that they have available to them at any given time, like that they have this sort of power over people. Like I, you know, I think that it's a lot of responsibility. And I think we don't as a society, like teach young women anymore how to deal with that because we're like, well, I think that we don't teach them how to deal with that. But I think very often, especially up here in the Northeast, that attractive women Especially when they're young, are absolutely rude. They are. There's this. We used to have to call it like the Newbury Street Walk, where the self-important coldness of these beautiful women, that you were just by, by everything was wasting their time as they walked with attitude <laughs> down the street. Just, 
man, the self-importance here. It's like it's it's really it's based only. That's why I have the problem with Sophia Franklin of the of Call Her Daddy. Mm-hmm. Is that this is cold? Like you mean they didn't have time for you? They have time for Leo. They have time for Leo. That's right. <laughs> That's right. And they had yes, it, but there's so you're like, jealous. Well, uh, I'm obviously jealous, but there's other things <laughs> okay. happening too. But but it's it's like because they have the power to act like Charlie from the <laughs> Star Trek episode right. last night, because they can be rude and be bad human beings, because they because they're beautiful, they choose to do it. Mm-hmm. It's so like craven and shallow and terrible, terrible. It made me misogynist. Like I was it, just about to ask, do you just actually hate women? Because you're kind of sounding like maybe you do a little. Well, bit. you know what's funny? Because I used to. I remember walking down the street with uh, Supple in ninety-seven, okay. and walking past this um, in Beacon Street. There's some college in the right-hand side near Beacon and Arlington. Walking towards Comrade. Not comment. Walking towards Kenmore. Anyway, so they saw this gorgeous college girl, and she was crying on the steps of this mm-hmm. thing. And her friend was saying, oh, Shawnee, it's okay. It's okay. You'll be everything. You'll be better." And I remember um, Supple saying, "Oh, Thomas, I feel so awful for her. I wonder what's beset her." <laughs> and I remember saying, "Why are you giving her? She's a terrible person. You know that she's mean and terrible and steps on people all the time." And Today she got stepped on and the world has to stop. Like, <laughs> no, I'm not taking it. I'm not taking it. How do you know she was mean and terrible? I assume that she <laughs> was, okay? All of you people are. So, uh, I really think you do just hate women, maybe. I don't. I don't. Just something else. <laughs> okay. Just the attractive ones that won't yes, sleep Or the ones who backstab me on, on Twitter. <laughs> oh, okay. the, those ones, too. Okay. Well, I had therapy today, so maybe I'll become a better person soon. Okay. Um, well, do you want me to... Let me do something before we get into your therapy. Okay. I just want to just go with... This is my what my Substack stack is about today. For my Substack, for $5 um, a month, you can get one Substack every three years. <laughs> which just, is not what the deal is supposed to be, but I'm going to try to do more. Okay. Here's Corinne Jean-Pierre. This is about the President's State of the Union speech tonight. Give this speech tomorrow Well, as you know, the President is heavily, uh, as I've said many times, heavily engaged in the writing process. When you when you hear the speech, you're certainly here. Uh, there will be no question that this is a Joe Biden, uh, Joe Biden State of the Union speech. Uh, so just want to make that really clear. But, you know, don't want to get ahead of what you're going to hear from him. Uh, and so, again... They put out, like, a... every. The, every White House does get ahead. They put out partial te- texts and then full speeches, etc. But why? Why say the president's full, heavily engaged in the writing process? Come on. <laughs> Come on. Just give us something. Not everything has to be total gaslight all the time. And then she says, there'll be no question that this is a Joe Biden State of the Union speech. Yeah, I know, because you're going to have Come on in there, and he's going to stammer <laughs> through it, and he's going to talk about... Uh, Joey? His, yeah, his dad saying, Joey... You know, do this or this, etc. And it's going to be yes, cynical, etc. But why bother saying he's writing it? Nobody put. The, that's one of the things that everybody knows that the president doesn't write it. Okay. Right. So just don't say that this guy is writing anything. It's nobody. Nobody ever will ever believe that. Well, and I mean, there are some people you might at least partially believe that about. Like I think Obama was probably quote involved in the writing process. Well, sure. I think more than for... Joe Biden. Yeah, but is the... going to be right. He's not going to be. They're gonna put... <laughs> They're... There's nothing. But the fact that she's saying that he is like there are some things. Some, but that's what this is. The communication shop has decided years ago that you fight everything, no disclosure whatsoever, whatever it takes. Stay away from them. All right, uh, little lady, go ahead. Talk to us. Are you fixed? <laughs> no, not yet. No, the point of therapy isn't to fix you. No, it kind of is. But um, no, but I love therapy. Do you like therapy? Uh, I mean, I used to like talking about me anytime I could when I was young. <laughs> I, I, haven't, mean, I haven't done it in a while since like high school, I think. I don't think. But I really like it. So you're supposed to have an individual one next. Yeah, uh, it's hard for us. To, okay, we love our therapists. It's wonderful. And uh, thank you to, um, who do we use? Better help. Mm-hmm. Thank you, because we needed somebody in a hurry, so and that was the quickest thing we could do. Because around here, yep. it takes a long time. So, and they got us somebody good, and we met her once. And now Alice has met her once, and yeah, I look forward to talking. Yeah, because it's good. I cried a lot. Yeah, I felt very supported and wonderful and happy. And yeah, therapy is great. I should do it more. 
Um, yeah, no, de- definitely. So should I. Look at our house. Of course we need to. <laughs> My God. You know, look at me. Look at, well, not you. You look good. But uh, so obviously, there are things that that we do that everybody does instead of doing the things we should do all the time. And and we make mistakes if, you know, all the time. And there are things people have like these uh, life uh, life hacks, life hacks. Mm-hmm. And these therapists, and I think that's what I got there from the other day when she was listening to us. Like nothing we we said was new to her. Everything right. had a name. Everything was expected. All the feelings she expected. All mm-hmm. of the revelations. See now, the Wakefield Mall says he hates therapy, and I was talking to another friend today who mm-hmm. said she hates therapy. She feels like she's wasting her time. She's like, why am I talking to this person? I could be like yeah. doing something else. Like, I'd rather like go sit in front of my TV. I don't know. I don't know why some people hate it. I was getting a little bored the other day. You were getting bored? A little bit. It was like it was like it was it stretched on for a bit. I went mm. towards the end, but I mean I guess it's not necessarily supposed to be entertaining. Maybe I just wanted there to be more my stuff. Okay, well you'll like your individual session then I think. If we can, yeah, let's make sure we can get it. All right. Anything else going on? Any any other takeaways from therapy today, Alice? Um, that was the big thing. I think um I think it's good. It was great. It was positive. That's all I have to say. <sighs> good. That's great. So what we're doing right now is therapy instead of lawyers. At the yeah, moment. that's uh, right, there. It's cheaper than lawyers. Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah, but we'll see what what happens there, and then maybe I, for many people, will deliver that divorce to you soon. <laughs> I will have made. Then good... you can feel good about the fact that we'll it have... wasn't a hoax, oh. and you know, and then even the people like I, I recognize too that there are people who know that something's really happening but feel that we're like doing this to generate listens for the podcast or something like Mm -hmm. there might not be a podcast next week so no it's not like we're not super invested in like we've lost people we've gained people i don't know what the what the balance is going to be like maybe we'll lose half our listeners i don't really know and it's not really like my top of mind concern at the moment so I'm like I'm. I would. You know let me what? Tell you one thing. Let me be you honest. know what though? It's a free country, so I don't want to like put anybody Alice, out. So... Alice, Alice, don't, don't. Okay. Don't say what you're gonna about to say. Okay. Don't say we want people to be able to complain and have concerns and be our friends as well. It's okay. It doesn't mean they have to unsubscribe. Okay. I know you're a tough. They guy. can unsubscribe. You're tough. Okay. Did your therapist teach you to be like be an a hole in the last week? You're stabbing me. You're telling, telling people to f off. No, they can't. I'm not telling this people is... to f off. Oh, I'm no, telling them. No, 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 no. Telling you if you don't want to listen, don't listen. Hey, lady, lady. Okay. Shut it, lady. Whose burn barrel podcast is this? Well, the name of it. Tom Shattuck's burn barrel. That's <laughs> okay. right. Not Alice Shattuck. Alice Shattuck has one of her own things too. 1570 project they can go and subscribe for that i want you guys <laughs> to stay here i'm willing to take the abuse i want every single one of you nobody unsubscribes go unsubscribe from alice's stuff unsubscribe how dare you my goodness so um <sighs> but yes and once again just to let you know from what we've gone through in the last few weeks if like i would have sooner serviced a steady line of homeless men that i've met than to get attention for the podcast and <laughs> go through what we've gone through to get this attention. Right. This is this has been no fun and no good, and has been a destabilizing force. And like I said, we're you know right now we're like steady as she goes right now. That's right now, but it ain't uh, it ain't great. Okay, you ready for for? Um, can I? Yeah, please run you mind one more thing so i don't know why there's so much like tipping discourse recently but there was just another big article about tipping when you say rules. discourse what what does that mean I you mean like mean, discourse you don't yeah, mean that's I not mean, a platform or anything no, yeah yeah i mean like people talking about oh, that topic. okay it's interesting you brought that word into our lives it's a nice word oh. um you it's kind use, of trendy to say cur- like the curfuffle. discourse yeah no but it's saying the discourse is like kind of a thing I guess. it's probably a little bit of a dated thing but you know um so basically this is a grub street article um and i won't read i won't bore you with the whole article but um they gave a bunch of like how much is considered the minimum to tip at various things and i want to see if you agree with these um it says at restaurants the previous range of socially acceptable tipping was 15 to 20 percent now it's 20 to 25 the higher your disposable income the more you should tip but anything under 20 is rude that's the rules. Don't complain. Yeah. I tend to think, yeah, and nowadays anything under 20 
is something was wrong. I agree. I think if you're giving 15% now, you're stiffing them. Yeah, I kind of think that's um, that's true. But here's where I start to disagree with the article. At coffee shops, coffee carts, cafes, and bodegas tip at least 20%. That's, so that's like at a Starbucks. It does say if your order's only coffee, you may tip a dollar. And if you're buying an item that requires no prep, like a bottle of water or a muffin, it is acceptable, though miserly, not to tip. Miserly? Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, yeah, I think 20% is high for a coffee shop. But uh, for food delivery, tip a minimum of $5. Man, a- that barista hands me that bottle better than all the others. I'm going to take care of Well, they're of saying like a latte. Like if it's just coffee. Yeah, but they still want the bottle, the dollar for handing me a bottle. No, a coffee. It's acceptable to do nothing for handing you the bottle of water. Okay. But miserly. <laughs> acceptable, but miserly. For food delivery, tip a minimum of $5 or 20%, whichever is greater, and more in bad weather. Fair. I think delivery, you tip at least 20%. Yes. Yeah, sure. I've never had 20% be less than $5, by the way. Right. But that's not, I don't even understand how that's possible with food prices nowadays. Um, When picking up takeout at a restaurant, you must tip at least 10%. I don't like that crap. Yeah, I feel like that's more of a ten bucks situation or five. Yeah, but why? Bucks. But I'm picking up day takeout. I mean, it I, says I, that because it interrupts the flow of other work required of servers and hosts. Oh, are they in the restaurant business or no? <laughs> interrupts the flow. I'm sorry, it interrupts my flow to go pick it up. Mm-hmm. At a bar, tip at least one dollar per drink with for a beer and twenty percent for a cocktail. I would. Yeah. I think twenty percent for everything. Obviously, though. I would never tip just a buck for a beer either. Yeah. Um. If you're at a food counter, like a cheese shop, deli counter, or fast casual lunch spot where employees are telling you about items, slicing or mixing a grain bowl. So this is like a Chipotle mm-hmm. or whatever. Mixing a grain bowl. Ooh. You must tip something. You must tip something if prompted, ideally 10%. Gotcha. Tip Uber drivers at least 20%. And for everything else, hairstylists, et cetera, oh, tip, tip at Uber least driver. 20%. Yes. No. But I can look. It could be in that bedroom right there because that's where I put all the papers that were in the kitchen the other day. <sighs> all right. Is there any kind of that chat is, chat we should do? I think we should do the chat chat that we normally do where we play people's messages. Is that any particular kind of chat chat? Oh, the Chelsea Fire Wicked Shh. Hot Sign chat chat. Sorry. Sorry. Um, Trish says in the chat she guesses she'll stop eating out so she doesn't risk being rude. Yeah, I know. I'm right there with you, Trish. The attitude in these people. And the, the baristas, like, because you're organizing a union. Hey, Tom and Alice. Hey. Love you both. And I love the burn barrel. Thank you. Uh, only piece of advice is to try to cut the lawyers loose soon because no one can afford to hang around those guys very long. True. We hear True. you, man. Accurate. Thank you. Please appreciate that. Uh, I'm I'm not sure if you're aware of this, Tom, but when you were doing those shows and um, your uh, depressed uh, state and you were like drunk and possibly on something, uh, <laughs> you blamed uh, the fact that your um, why well, you thought at the time your marriage was crumbling and you blamed it on and I quote quoting you allegedly uh, the blacks and the Jews. So, Excuse me. Uh, yeah, that's not good. Is that why you're just distancing distancing yourself from those two shows, Alice? Um, I didn't catch that particular. That seems thing inartful, from you. and I'd like to walk that back. Then, if I actually do that, oh my goodness, oh my goodness! But I do distance myself from those shows. Very happy to see you kids back, trying to you make too. it work. Tom, your description of what you had been doing, the actions that you had taken—don't be so hard on yourself. Listen, if Joe Biden wasn't president, you could have been describing him to a T. The only thing you left out, though, is if you saw it yourself. Anyway, um, you know, and everything. <laughs> Possibly. Yes. Would we know? I would, I would say the, the answer to that is yes. Relationship, you know, you have to take sides. And it's not going to shock you that I'm taking Alice's side. But what, what will shock you is probably why. The which max. is that she's obviously smarter. She's a Windows person. Right. And Apple Windows. sucks. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty yep. easy. That is terrible. What a betrayal. So true. I knew it. What a betrayal. I knew it. Thank you, Tim. Hey, Tom and Alice, this is Dana from Maine. I just want to let you know, I'm like driving through New Hampshire and I see this restaurant, Master McGrath's. I'm like, that sounds familiar. Where where the hell I hear that from? Sounds really familiar. And then I start reading the menu and I'm like, 
They have the Tom Trial and Tribulation Turkey Club. <laughs> the Shattuck Sniveling Sadness Salad. Mm-hmm. And the Thomas Teardrop Tragedy Hot Toddy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I think this is the one that Tom and Alice are talking about. I'm not 100% sure, but there are some clues. Yeah. That is funny that he says hot toddy because remember my my concierge magazine thing in there. Mm-hmm. Oh man, the cinnamon stick. Yeah, I was a, I was a I was um like Wear magazine came out with concierge magazine very briefly, and it was like all stuff what concierge is suggesting this and that. And I got <laughs> I had a particularly good looking time in my life. They came over and sent a photog and and the 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 woman the the person from Wear who was like the flack said, okay, I have some questions for you. Uh, Where's your what's your favorite winter drink? And I'm like, I I don't I don't even I don't know. She said, you know what? Don't worry about it. I'll I'll handle it. I didn't know my favorite and so she so she put on there on the Q and A thing next to my picture, favorite winter drink was like a hot tider or a hot apple cider with a cinnamon stick in it. I'm like, jeez. Yeah, I understand the concierge community is very diverse, but do me a solid here. I was very single at the time, and I needed whatever help I could get. I don't know if it would be considered diverse anymore. I think there's a lot of cis men in the concierge community. Well, uh, you think so? Well, I was a cis man, wasn't I? Well, but other cis men. That's what I'm saying. Other because cis- I think when you said very diverse, yes. you were referring to uh, cis men. Oh, I guess so. Are, can cis men be gay? Yeah, cis just means not trans. Oh, okay. Okay, so uh, I asked the photog out. Did I tell you this? Uh, yes. I asked her out. I actually had a bit of a, a self-esteem, and she said, oh, wait. And I said, well, why not? She said, because you're a concierge. I said, wow, I, this, that's vicious. There's your, there's your Newbury Street walk, Alice. There's your buddies in wow. Newbury Street who you do everything to... to, to uh, <laughs> To defend. Super pumped to find out that my Patreon money's going to uh, 10 packs of Fireball Nips and Tom's jacket <laughs> instead of maybe a tank of oil to keep the kids warm right? during a negative 15 degree weekend. Mistakes were made. Mistakes were made. <laughs> Let's not judge my entire life on that one week. Oh, you know what else? This is what I asked you to do. Okay. At my, at my our body already been cremated funeral service. Have the priest or whoever you have, shaman there, only read accounts of those days as my entire life legacy. Okay. That's it. Hello, Tom. This is Sir Richard Burton. Wow. Wow. If there's one thing I know about, it's divorce. Here we go. Women are good for two things. Making and raising children and spreading their legs for our pleasure and enjoyment. What? Wow. And if you're only getting one out of the two in your situation, they're not worth keeping. <laughs> the only woman that was special in my life was my Elizabeth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I had divorced her twice. Mm-hmm. Kick Alice to the side of the road and move on. <laughs> the only thing you should focus in about pleasing is that Jolly Roger between your legs. <laughs> to be or, or not. To be <laughs> <Let me> divorced. <laughs> that is a masterpiece, Alice. That, that is a beautiful is one of the call. Best ever. I need Richard Burton back as a as a staple, Alice. We need okay. this. We need this. We need him all the time. Correct. Hi, Tom. My name Hi. is Shirley. Sure. I am a supple, stout, five foot seven, two hundred and forty pound woman. What does that work out to? Fat. Oh, okay. Shirley. Do I know who Shirley? Five seven is one inch taller than me. Okay. And two hundred forty pounds is thirty pounds less than you. Mm-hmm. If Alice isn't woman enough to handle you, I certainly can. You can ride my waves and rolls for days. Good, honey. <sighs> what? Um, I just want to please you. And listen to your opinions. <laughs> you can be the real man in this relationship. Give me a call, Tom. Bye. Well, there we go. <laughs> Finally, I've had my first offer, Alice. There you go. I'm About happy time. for you. Oh, Good job. Alice's. Oh, Alice, you were in trouble for that poll. Something. I didn't post in the poll. The poll. I didn't post the poll. Hey, Tom and Alice. Just want to say I'm hey. glad to hear that you guys are trying to work stuff out. Um, just. Uh, Tough to hear you last week, Tom, but uh, most of the shatheads have your back. Um, and we all love Alice, too. So hopefully you guys work it out and uh, 
you know, everything ends up for the better. And uh, if I could add a little bit of levity into the message. Please. Um, Alice, not a good look to be saying on tape that your husband's drinking a lot. And Correct. really needs to sleep, so he should have sleeping pills. As a general rule of thumb, mm-hmm. sleeping pills and alcohol, not a very good combination. Mm-hmm. Hope you guys, uh, everything works out. Bad wife. Bad <laughs> wife. That is the finding in this divorce. Absolutely. It has already yeah. been. It has already My been. husband was saying on, on video that he was drinking a lot. Uh, you, but you threw the nips in there, Alice. That's, come on. You know, that's. Is something wrong with nips? It's, Alice, don't, we've got enough trouble, Alice. Are you judging nips? I'm not judging nips. I'm just saying that you gotta be, Hmm. gotta be careful. Gotta be careful. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Um, happy to be back. I think, uh, this today was easier than yesterday. Yes, yes, yes. um, and we'll see you again tomorrow, hopefully. And, uh, maybe we'll have a Tom therapy update then. I don't know. But, um, Yeah, you can. If you want to join the Patreon, go to patreon.com slash burnbarrel. If you don't, you can listen for free at burnbarrelpodcast.com. There's links to all the different places to listen. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.